This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network or find us on socials. Seize Your Adventure is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. Hello adventurers, I'm Fran Tarowskis and you are listening to Seize Your Adventure. And in this bonus episode, I thought it was about time to share some official seizure first aid with you. So what I've done is I've asked Jamie Wissinger, who is the host of an epilepsy podcast called One in 26, to share one of her episodes with us. So Jamie is an official trainer and she is also a wife and a mum to three children and she owns her own business. She has always had seizures and after having multiple seizures in 2011, she decided to make a bit of a change to her life and also use her experiences of epilepsy to help spread some epilepsy awareness around. So this episode is going to sound a little bit different to usual. The episode comes from a live stream that Jamie did. So you'll hear a few points where she's speaking to people that are dropping in on the live stream and that kind of thing. The information in it is very useful. I'm very excited to share Jamie's work with you. So here it is, some seizure first aid advice from Jamie Wissinger, host of One in 26. Hi, if you don't know who I am, my name is Jamie, and I am a seizure first aid trainer. So I come here today to share with you um, some simple steps on how you can best support a person who is having a seizure if you witness it, um, or if you're a caregiver of someone with epilepsy or has seizures, or if you um, just want to know because knowledge is power, right? So I've partnered with the Anita Kaufman Foundation and they have a training for me. So I have the training on my right-hand side and then I'm gonna also look at you. If you can just let me know where you're coming from um, so I can say hi and say thank you for sharing. I would appreciate it. Hopefully I have some, the comments will start coming up. Um, whenever I see some people coming on, I think I just have to, I don't know if I can see anybody coming on. Let's see. All right. So a little bit about me. Um, like I mentioned before, I am, hey Kelly, I am a seizure first aid trainer. And the reason why I became a trainer is because I have epilepsy myself. Um, I have tonic clonic seizures. So when I personally have them, I, um, black out and don't remember anything. And most of the time, I don't remember anything when I wake up. And so when I get out of that state, I have to kind of put the pieces together. And so I want to pay it forward and share with people on how they can best support a person that's having a seizure, just because I know what it feels like. Um, I have been seizure-free since January of 2014, and I am forever grateful for, for that. So because of that, I just want to share with you all. So um, like I said before, I partnered with the Nita Kaufman Foundation. So the, the, the point of this 
um, training or, you know, live video is just to share with people on how to recognize a seizure and then the appropriate first aid that goes with it. Um, and then of course, um, the proper steps after you, uh, you see the seizure or you call 911 or whatever. So the biggest thing to remember is epilepsy is not contagious. It's not a mental illness. So there's no need to fear it. Um, if you, if you do happen to see one and it's your first time seeing one, just please remember that um, it's it's not anything to be afraid of. So there are certain myths that surround the epilepsy stigma and the seizure stigma. And unfortunately, that has been happening for years, um, centuries possibly, um, back way back when um, people... People thought that those people that had seizures were like part of witchcraft, that it was something that you could catch, that um, these people like could or were mentally ill. You know, that's definitely not the case. So it's not contagious and we don't look different. Um, I, I don't think I look different, right? So just keep that in mind that those are myths and those are stigmas. So I'm doing my best to empower you all to know and to not fear the word seizure or the word epilepsy. Um, another myth about seizure safety um, is that you can restrain the person when they're having them, um, and that is not true. I repeat, that is not true. You Please don't do that because what could happen is you can injure yourself or you can injure the person that's having the seizure. The best thing that you can do is just be next to the person and make sure their surroundings are safe. Um, for them to not physically hurt themselves more than what they're already doing. Um, and then another th big myth is that people who are having seizures can swallow their tongue. Um, that is not true as well. So it's physically impossible for someone to do that. And, you know, I've even seen on TV instances of doctor shows that show people like the doctor is putting a wallet in someone's mouth. I think I remember it was, maybe it was a Grey's Anatomy episode. Um, that's a big no. Because one, you can get hurt. Um, they can bite down on your fingers. Um, or they can, you can mess with that, that, that person's jaw. You can mess with their um, teeth. You can mess with their gums. Or you can essentially block their airway. So that's definitely not something that you want to do. So those are the myths. Um, if anybody doesn't know what epilepsy is, it's just a disorder in your brain. Um, anybody can have seizures in their lifetime. Um, anybody can, can get epilepsy as well or be diagnosed with epilepsy. So what it is is just basically you have a lot of um, neurons in your brain that are constantly working. And when you have a seizure, it's just misfiring. So your brain is telling your body to do something, and then when there's... Um, a misfire is it's kind of unpredicted and your body doesn't know how to react. Hey, Max. Um, so that's what's happening. There's like random and multiple different type of electrical energy in your brain. So then your body responds to that. And the response of it comes in many different ways. So there's many different types of epilepsy or seizures. Um, so a seizure is just a temporary disruption of the brain. And for some people, it could affect your whole brain. It can affect half the brain or just the front of the brain or the, the one side of the brain. Um, it could and the way your body can respond to having that seizure is by um, just changes of behavior or, or movement.
Um, so there are different types of seizures. One is just generalized epilepsy. And so when you see that as a person, when you see someone having that type of seizure, um, what happens is most of the time that person falls, um, or they're having, they lose consciousness or they have abnormal movements. So, you know, again, for first aid, you don't really need to know the different types of seizures. You just need to know how to take care of the person that's having the seizures and what to proactively do for them to keep them safe. But I want to educate you so you know the different types because sometimes someone has a seizure and it doesn't look like it. Um, so I just want to educate you really quick about the different types. So that's generalized seizure. Sometimes it's called tonic-clonic as well. Um, so tonic is the actual shaking um, version, um, the stiffening of the muscles, and then the clonic phase is the shaking and convulsing of the muscles. So when you see the seizures on TV or wherever you see them, um, that's typically the type of seizures that they depict is the shaking and the convulsing seizures. Hey, Tammy, thanks for joining. Um, another type of seizure is absent seizures, and this is really common in children, um, and that's just kind of like if someone just kind of stares off into space or they're having like twitching muscles or like fingers moving, um, that's an example of it. Now, just because your child has stares off into space doesn't mean they have epilepsy. Nine, nine times out of ten, the parents know about it and they look out for these symptoms. So by, all, by no means am I like diagnosing anybody here. I'm just letting you know the different types of seizures. So if you do see them, um, you can be more aware. Um, now there's myoclonic and atonic as seizures as well. The myoclonic is just the muscle twitches um, of the upper body. Um, and then the atonic is the just kind of, it, it, it's when someone just kind of collapse, um, like suddenly. And they, so when someone suddenly collapse, there's a chance of them hitting their head. Um, now, a lot of these different phase, a lot of these things I'm explaining can happen multiple, like someone can have multiple stages of these seizures. Okay, so the first aid, the first aid that, for these type of seizures is I broke it down into an acronym called BRAIN. And BRAIN, I, I want to say that I, you know, made it up, but I didn't. So let's just talk about the BRAIN ac acronym. And if you go to my Facebook, um, my Facebook page, I have, I uploaded the picture. I believe I uploaded it. Or it might have been on my Instagram. Okay, so BRAIN. The first letter is B. And B stands for... Be calm. So when you see someone having a seizure and they fall down and they're convulsing in front of you, you might want to um, panic, but please don't. So just try to stay calm and try to help that person as much as possible. The next thing is R. R is removing the dangerous objects. So if someone, like for example, if I fell down um, and like right next to the couch or right next to like a book or something, if I was reading a hard textbook or um, if I fell next to the bed and I was right next to the bed and I was convulsing, just kind of move, like move me away from that scenario, move the objects from around me so I can't hurt myself even worse. Um, if 
what was another instance? Um, if there's like, if the person had like a glass cup next to them or just anything that would, um, create more harm or be a, of danger around them, just kind of clear the surroundings. So I used to be a lifeguard as well. And that was one of the big things that they teach you is when you're doing first aid on someone who needed it, that you would make sure the surrounding is safe, right? Same kind of thing. Um, the next letter is A. So you want to time the seizure. And the biggest, uh, Max, my Facebook page is just Jamie Wissinger, and that's on Instagram as well. So you can find the picture on there. Um, if you, so A stands for always time the seizure, because the big thing with that is the seizure should not last more than five minutes. And if it does, you need to call 911. Now, you have, the reason why you need to time it is because as a calm, as a calm bystander, t five minutes is a really, really, really long time. Like, right? Like it's really long. So you might think one minute is five minutes. You might think 10 seconds is like an hour. So having that, that the, the watch, having a timer will put it into perspective. So when you do call 911, you can tell the dispatch that, Hey, I've just witnessed someone having a seizure. It's been three minutes blah, blah, blah. Does that make sense? Hey, Melissa, thanks for joining. Um, I, I is if the person falls, turn them on their side. So, um, if just like with any type of first aid, if they're on their back and they're, they're convulsing, they might drool. They, you know, you never know. They might have been eating something. There might be something in their airway. So turn them on their side so they know, so it could keep them safe. It's as simple as that. Now, if you physically cannot pick them up, try to get someone to help you. Uh, but this is all part of the actual first aid. It's just kind of just making them safe. Uh, uh, removing the dangerous objects and making them in a safe space so when they come to, when they regain consciousness, they will be okay. Um, so this is if the person falls. Um, if the person is just staring off into space because they have a partial seizure, then there's no need to do that. Um, only if they've collapsed and they're convulsing and they're unconscious, then you need to put them on their side. And then the last letter is N. Um, N means never put anything in their mouth. So I touched base on this at the beginning about there's a, a myth that that's okay. Um, it's definitely not okay to put anything in the patient's mouth or in the person that's having a seizure's mouth. Um, so with that being said, that's what the acronym BRAIN stands for. And the foundation also has some great flyers that has that printed out um, that I have to distribute to. Um, so those are the five seizure safety tips that I think, I hope that you can take with you. Um, it's just something super simple that uh, you hopefully can retain if you ever see something like that. Um, you know, one in 26 people in their life will have a seizure. And then uh, we have about 500,000 Americans that have epilepsy. So that... Um, that in itself shows that there's a lot of us out there. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm doing these seizure first aid trainings. I haven't done one in a few weeks, but I do them to educate, to know that it is very common, um, but but we don't talk about it. Parent, like Melissa said on here, that all parents should know this um, because if you if your child doesn't have it, most likely someone that your child knows or someone you know has had a seizure in their lifetime.
So seriously, everybody in the saying at the epilepsy community is um, everybody with a brain can have a seizure and everybody um, that has a brain can do something about it. So that's, that's my mission is to do something about it to help educate. Now, if just a couple other, um, just a couple other um, tips. So once the person is done having the seizure, there's different stages. The first stage is an aura, which sometimes um, auras, it depends on who you talk to. I've had doctors tell me that auras are not considered seizures, but I think now they do consider them that. So auras, an aura is the first stage. And then the second stage is the actual seizure. And then the last stage is the apostical stage and that's when they come to so like for me when I have seizures they're full-blown I collapse I black out I convulse and then I wake up and I don't remember anything that's very traumatic on my brain so that's just not just me that's anybody that has a seizure um it, if they, they're having those generalized seizures, it affects their whole brain. So when they come to, they really don't know what's going on. So they're going to be confused. They're going to be kind of maybe slurring. They're not going to remember where they're at. They're not going to remember what happened. I mean, I've had instances where I woke up in the hospital and I didn't know how I got there. And I, when I got older, I realized, hey, it's because I had a seizure, right? Like, oh, shoot, you know, I had another seizure. Um, so that's why it's so important when you're doing this first aid that you stay with the person until um, either EMS gets there or that they come to so you can, you know, do the whole be calm and let them know what happened um, and then let them know that EMS is coming on their way. Now, if you're a caregiver and you know that your um, your child or you, whoever you're giving care to has multiple seizures, it's not required to call 911. Um, especially if someone has multiple seizures throughout the day or in their lifetime, you know that's that's your discretion. However, I'm trying to educate the average person who may not have ever seen a seizure before, and by all means, you should call 911. I mean, do what's in your gut, but also make sure that you stay with them because. When they wake up, they're going to be scared. They're not going to know what's happening. Um, and to have a face there that can explain something to them, even though they won't know who you are, that would be really helpful to them. Because also sometimes um, some people that have seizures are by themselves. You know, they might get mistaken for being reckless or being drunk or being on drugs. So having a first someone there to give care for first aid would be super beneficial for that. Does that make sense? All right, so I think that is it. Um, if you, let's see, I think I wanted to add to, if you, so one of the big things of calling, to call 911 is if you um, have the seizure for more than five minutes, and then another big thing is if you, um, the person is pregnant. That's super important too, and I was, Let's see. I was wrong. I said 500,000 people in the United States have epilepsy. Um, in 2002, I said that 2.2 million people in the United States have epilepsy. So I just wanted to correct that. All right, you all, that is just a very basic um, seizure first aid. Um, if you have found value in this 
video, could you please share it to someone? Because more than likely, they will know someone or them themselves will know someone with epilepsy. And I do want to educate. Uh, Max, thank you so much for taking the time to comment on this video. And yeah, if you want to share this with your network, that's 100% please do. Um, if there's something else that you want to see that I can chat about regarding seizure first aid or epilepsy in general, please let me know. Um, November is Epilepsy Awareness Month, so that's when you wear purple, and that's when we talk about it. And I think that's it. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Have a great day. There you have it. So seizure first aid, use your brain, be calm, remove dangerous objects, always time the seizure. If the person falls, turn them on their side and never put anything in their mouth. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, of course, do head over to the One in 26 podcast to hear more from Jamie. You get some really interesting conversations that are much more focused on the epilepsy side of things, and you will learn a lot from those conversations. Just a reminder to you that the Seizure Adventure podcast does now have a Patreon account. If you are in a position to support me financially and you find value in the work that I do with Seizure Adventure, head over to patreon.com forward slash seizure adventure. You can become an adventure ally for $3 a month and there are various levels of support there all the way up to producer level which is $250 a month and that helps to produce and pay for one whole episode. Thank you, Jamie, for letting me use your episode today. And to everyone out there, until next time, safe adventures, everyone. This podcast is part of the Tremula Network, adventure and outdoor podcasts off the beaten track. To find out more, head to tremula.network.